0: Welcome to Sweet Talk. This broadcast is brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts and the format is conversational. We will be having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. Now, let's get started with Sweet Talk. Hello, everyone. This is Jason Betalden, the exec. <laughs> I just gave myself a promotion ball. I just, seriously, I just gave myself a title promotion. No, what? this is the. I, I was going to call, never mind. I, you didn't catch that little slip? I did. Oh, okay. Did. <laughs> moving up uh, in the world. No, no. Trust me, I'm not. I'm not. And uh, I don't have fantasies either. I don't know what the heck I was thinking. I am the assistant director at Continuing Education Workforce Training. And uh, we are here today with our good friend, Paul. And uh, Paul, uh, he normally is, uh, well, he is. He's not normally. Paul is always our audio and visual expert in our suite office. Um, But Paul actually has, uh, I'm not going to say more important. Well, I'm going to say a more important job than making sure we look good (laughs) on camera. Oh, by the way, by the way, Paul, uh, welcome. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> and welcome yeah. to our podcast. Sweet talk, folks. Here we go.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jason. Uh, I, uh, you know, at Continuing Education Workforce Training, um, we're a uh, smaller. De, um, department than some of the other departments, but we are the non credit department of the university. We do mostly of the non credit stuff. Um, that means we have to do a lot because uh, we have many classes that we offer the community, uh, so a lot of the people in our department do double duties um, right. and uh, you know when I first started working at uh, continuing education workforce training years ago, I was an administrative assistant. And then um, because of growing video video skills, um, I got the position of video uh, instruction manager. And I was doing all the uh, creating, helping uh, instructors create online classes and so forth. But then we had this uh, woman who had been working in the department for such a long time. And unfortunately, you never got to meet Joanne. No, uh Joanne
0: before I got there.
1: Joanne Wren, uh, she was our financial person in our department. But, again, everyone does double duties. Right. Uh, so right. she right. was also the uh, coordinator of the apprentice uh, program that we have at uh, Idaho State University, uh, right. Continuing Education Workforce Training. Um, and she had been doing that for, oh, geez, 20 years. Uh, she oh, was wow. the apprentice apprenticeship coordinator. Uh, so what she would do was she would um, – Help of the instructors um, you know, with their registrations and getting classes coordinated and so forth, but you know over the time, uh, the program evolved, and as things started going more online, um, students that couldn 't sh- show up to class that uh, uh-huh. were working out of state, they had to do it through correspondence, uh, meaning that they were mailing their tests and stuff in. And oh, my the, goodness. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, So they'd be out in, say, Wyoming at the oil rigs um, right. working as an apprentice. So they wouldn't be able to make, make it to class. So they would be doing assignments uh, <laughs> right. at where they were and then mailing them in. And, you know, at the time, Art, who was our instructor, he had a very, very strict, if I don't get it by the due date, I didn't get it. <laughs> and it was, uh, it, and you know, so someone who was working out in the fields, so it was really frustrating for them. So we started implementing an online component to the correspondence. Right. Um, and so that they could go online to uh, the learning management system, which we use Moodle, and be able to do their assignments online. And that would really kind of uh, help them deliver, you know, be able to consume and deliver their assignments. Um, and as time got Moving forward, we realized that we could do the quizzes and homeworks for even the in-class students, so that um, they could, you know, would be able to access their assignments from within the learning management system and be able to do their assignments online. Well, <clears throat> Joanne was retiring. Right and uh, you know it was whole but you know she was going to retire in a couple of years the a whole hubbub going well what
0: are we going to do what are we well, going to do twenty years of institution or a department knowledge you're right right so there, that, there's a hole to fill there yeah so so the, the, so uh, our director
1: at the time uh, Jeff Hoff who you will see in a future podcast oh very <laughs>
0: uh, good very yes good.
1: Uh, Jeff Hoff uh, came to me because uh, I've been working with Joanne. Quite extensively on the online classes because right. you know that's that was my job to help create the online. And uh, he said, Hey, Joanne's leaving, we need someone to take over the apprenticeship program. Tag, you're it. He <laughs> <laughs> you said, Yay. I, well, the, 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 <laughs> you, you know, the, 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 come on. The, the thing that – the way it was sold to me was generally, um, you know, Joanne starts up the program, uh, walks away from it and for the uh, time that it runs from September to um, April, and then April she closes it out. And pretty much she was like, uh, uh, you know, hands off for the rest of the year. Or, and for most of the year that it was actually running. And the instructors right. would do the instructions, and it was, you know, sw- sink or swim. Right. So um, so I started with the program and uh, pretty much with the same type of attitude um, with the program. Um, oh, and maybe we should actually talk about what the apprenticeship program is.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I mean, we jumped off the, the the springboard there, too, Paul, and you brought up some very cool points. So we want to go back to those. But let's just talk for just one second. OK, you mentioned a couple things things are important. It's our apprenticeship program apprenticeship there's several different apprentices or apprenticeship programs under our umbrella um and i don't know do you want to yeah should we do a little tutorial here with the little website you want to yeah, do a little so, zoom expertise and share your well, screen here and walk us through
1: well yeah so um I, I think the first thing we need to do is uh for anyone who doesn't know what an apprenticeship is an apprenticeship is a uh, uh kind of uh, earn as you learn type of program Right. And it consists of two parallel components. Um, basically, you have on-the-job training, meaning that you're working in the field under the supervision of, in the state of Idaho, a journeyman person in that field. And we'll go okay. through the- Okay, in
0: what fields, Paul? So what there's fields?
1: three licensed fields in the state of Idaho. There's electrical, there's plumbing, and there's HVAC technician. And HVAC is um, heating and refrigeration. Okay. Okay, so um, someone would uh, who wants who's interested in these fields, they find employment and they get a job. They're, so they're making money, um, and they're learning as they go from their journeyman that's supervising them on the job. But another part of that component, and the component that is the one that we you know supervise and and uh, institute, is the classroom related training. So. <laughs> With the the on-the-job training, you actually come to class and you're learning about those fields in a classroom setting from an instructor who has been doing that job, uh, who has expertise, and who's also a licensed journeyman uh, in that field that they've they've chosen.
0: Well, let's talk about that job component for just a moment. So can you be working for, let's say, a plumbing crew, Uh uh, an electrical crew, or an HVAC crew, without being an apprentice
1: no no in the state of idaho if you're interested in doing any of those three fields you must be licensed you must be a licensed apprentice um you have to
0: that means that means you connect with your employer uh i mean you just cannot i mean unless you're doing just labor right which would be cleaning up job sites no you're not a pipe you can't touch a wrench you can't touch anything tech technically if you're
1: employed um, under you know, for a plumbing company, electrical company, or HVAC company, you're an, you should be an apprentice and you should be li- licensed. Technically, you shouldn't even be on a job site. Um, okay. Apprentices, you know, to you know, first year apprentices, they you know, typically they do not have any knowledge base in the field. So because of that, on a work site, they generally do the more mundane tasks, like sure. if you, like digging a trench for the electrical wire from, sure, from sure. You know, the box to the house. you know That's what an apprentice a lot of times the first year ones will do. So even to do that job on the site um, and you're not touching any wires, you must be a licensed apprentice to be working on that job site.
0: Okay, so how does that happen? So if,
1: you're, if someone's interested in these fields, plumbing, uh, electrical, HVAC, and they want to become an apprentice, um, to be an apprentice, officially, you have to be licensed with Idaho, and the department is Idaho Division of Building Safety, okay. uh, or as their short name is DBS. DBS. Um, and you go onto their website, and then you would apply for an apprentice's license. And this is very important. You don't have to be employed yet to apply for that apprentice's license. In fact, having the apprentice's license in, in pocket why you're looking for a job might be beneficial to you.
0: Because employers know, that they can't hire you unless you are willing to become a licensed apprentice. Right. Does it cost someone to become a licensed apprentice? Uh, yes, there is.
1: There is a fee. I believe, you know, don't, don't quote me on this. Uh, Cause again, the DB, the licensing portion is very different from the educational portion. I got you. Uh, so we're so not we're
0: speaking a little bit out of turn here. We can't speak to right. the
1: department. Right. So I believe it's like a $50 fee and you go okay. online, um, you uh, fill out the application and you get the fee. And once they have your, um, information. They'll process right. it. They'll give give you a, a temporary license number, um, email to you until you get your um, actual physical card. And you Very do good. get a you do get a physical card. And when you're working on a job site, you must have that card on you.
0: You, you got to have it in your pocket. You so that card in your pocket.
1: One of our instructors, uh, Todd Wilding, is uh, an electrical inspector for the state of Idaho, oh, and man. you know. Uh, and he will, if he sees new faces on a job site, he will walk up to them and say, can I see your card?
0: Right. Well, that's what he's supposed to do. I hope so. And I then, mean, then, then, these and people are wiring my house, right? If yeah. I'm buying a house, I, I want to make sure that, you know, the people who are touching, I mean, you know, the electricity – so to speak, right, Yeah. Know, know what they're doing. So you yeah, some so, time so,
1: yeah, so he'll, he'll go out to New Faces and say, and, you know, a lot of times you go, I don't have it, and go, well, you're supposed he says, I said, you're supposed to have it with you. So, you know, uh, so they get an apprenticeship license. They can get that either after they find employment or before they find employment. Again, like I said before, um, finding employment um, is, uh, um, you know, having that card in hand while you're looking for employment could be beneficial to you. Um, right. Because then, the, then a possible employer goes, "Oh, he's serious about this." Sure, um, right. And, and right now we're in kind of a construction boom. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're kind of in the construction boom, and right. you know, and uh, a lot of employers are looking for help, right. and because, right. and just someone willing to you know say, "Hey, I'm looking," they'll take a chance on. Because remember, uh, uh, first year apprentices um, typically has no knowledge base of the job. So what they're doing is the employees taking a chance hiring you and they're looking at going, Hey, at least see someone that can dig a trench for me. Sure. They can haul, Show up on time. Uh, they, yeah. On they, time. yeah. And they can haul no. wire for me and they're taking a risk. Uh, and what, and what they're hoping is that, um, that you, uh, become a valuable employee. And let's go back to that whole apprenticeship model. Again, your first year, they're taking a risk. You have no knowledge base. They're going to give you on-the-job training while you're getting classroom training from us. But what everyone hopes for about this project is the apprentice's knowledge base grows and become – and as that knowledge base grows, they become more valuable to an employer. Sure. They go, oh, right. this guy made it through his first year. He's a second year. Now he can do, do uh, this stuff on the job site. Uh, now, you know, he goes from his right. second year to the third year and so on until finally the whole point of an apprenticeship program, you know, with the on the job training and the classroom relay training is to prepare an apprentice in four years, because you're an apprentice for four years. I, I don't think I mentioned that. Uh, apprenticeship is four years. To prepare an apprenticeship, or an apprentice, for sitting for the journeyman exam to become a journeyman electrical electrician plumber or HVAC technician. Right. And right now industry the they're they're dying. They they're, they they well, want journeymen sure. so badly.
0: Well, the the industry is suffering from the same thing just about every other technical and specific trade industry is suffering from is that thing called that silver tsunami. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, we have got this huge gap between the older guys that have and ladies. I mean, we do have women in the program, oh, we the do. older individuals who are, um, you know, journeymen and have been doing it for, you know, 2,080 billion years and they're ready to go fishing. And there's no journeyman. There's a gap, right? There's a gap. And yeah. And we need to fill that gap. Yeah. So, so. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was uh, just going to say, so that's, I mean, that, that goes to that education piece, right? So right. So the guy, the individual walks in and says, Hey, I contact, uh, I got a job. I'm working for, um, you know, plumbers, uh, electricians, HVAC. Uh, I went out and got my license from, um, the DBS department of building safety. And now Paul, I got to be in class and class starts by the way, September. So, I mean, you know, it's a, it's, a closed, en- it's a, a closed enrollment, right? You have right. to enroll for the, the beginning. So let's, let's talk
1: about that for, for a bit. Um, no, because I, I, t- I mentioned earlier that Joanne had t- done the program. We've m- moved a lot of the um, – uh, we moved the, the assignments to online. Uh, and what we do is we deliver the classroom-related training between September and April, I believe this year, around the week of um, September thirteenth, is when classes start, and they'll run to the first or second week in April, depending on the number of holidays that fall on classroom days this year. Because the requirement for the education is you're required, and let's you're required to again for the the on-the-job training, you need two thousand hours each year for the four years. That's a full-time job. That is. And for the educational portion, you need a minimum of 144 hours of classroom education. Every year. Every year. Uh, so that's, you know, so you're coming to us for that classroom education. And from September to April, that's where you're going to get your classroom training. Now, uh, we don't want to interfere with your, um, your job. Right. So we have right. these classes at night. So they um, happen in the evenings. Um, they happen at the uh, ISU campus at the Roy F. Christensen building.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you come, and they're between 6.30 and 9.30. Um, and then you come t- and you participate in the lectures. We have
0: really You'd great – Do you come every night of the week, though? or
1: No, 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 no. The- it's uh, okay. um, one or two nights a week. It's one okay. or two nights a week. Uh, so it's not every night. It's not going to you know, it's, – it's, it is classroom time. So you are supposed to be there to get your hours, um, and then uh, and we have some really great instructors who work in the field. Um, I mean, Todd Wilding, I mentioned before, he's actual electrical inspector. Um, we have the um, uh, Matt Neisser, who is the uh, motor guy at Simplot, and he teaches the motor component of the apprenticeship, which you couldn't have a better instructor. I mean, this is what he does all the day. Hands electrical every day. Motor, that, yeah. That electrical motors. Electric yeah. Right. Yep, in the electrical program. Um, uh, Eric Turner, uh, he owns uh, Mechanical Solutions, which is a local HVAC company, and he works on uh, commercial and residential systems. Uh, he, so he touches this stuff every day. Uh, he has, uh, we have uh, one of the gentlemen that work underneath him, um, Otis, who uh, is, uh, has been doing this f- uh, forever. He's gone through our program. Uh, and then uh, we have Chris Hare, Uh, who also works for the Division of Building Safety, who teaches the code component of the HVAC program. And he went through our program as well. Uh, And then for plumbing, we have uh, Ike Sullivan, who uh, is the uh, plumbing inspector for the city of Pocatello. (laughs) And we have uh, Hughes Garland, uh, who's a gentleman that is a local plumber in the area and one of the greatest troubleshooters there is. Um, You know, He's one of those guys that you call when you're having a problem with your plumbing and he walks in and he can tell you exactly what the, <laughs> what the problem is because he's been doing that. And you right. know, the thing is troubleshooting is one of the most difficult things right. when you're a plumber, because you're walking into any type of situation and you have to assess what's wrong and be able to um, evaluate and fix it. Um, and with, you know, a, you know, a modicum of, you know, saving that time and, and the work. And he is really f- fantastic at that. And he's been doing that. I, over 20 years, um, and again, all these gentlemen have gone through an apprenticeship program, regardless with right. ours or some other, other program.
0: Well, and that's the point. I mean, yeah. you don't become a journeyman in either of those fields without an apprenticeship program. And I think right. the truth of the matter is, too, I, and unfortunately, we don't have anybody else on the uh, podcast with us today, but I mean, you, can make, a, you make a good living. You know, yeah. a German and plumber you're busy a German electrician German hVAC uh you're working you're working hard but but uh you know it's because it is a specific skill a trained skill and a necessary skill um you know it is uh, what's the term nowadays paul it's an essential worker Sorry, it's essential. <laughs> I, 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 and, 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 and let's, yes. talk about, let's talk about wages
1: for just a moment. Um, now, I can't speak to dollar amount because everyone pays it differently. But if you start doing research, you f- you'll find out in Pocatello what the base is. But right. the one thing I can speak out is the, one of the other advantages of our apprenticeship is that it's a clear defined goal on yes. wage increases. Yes. yes. Because typically your wage increase when your apprenticeship is based on your transfer from, say, year one to year two, from year two to year three, and so forth. So you know when you're gonna get your increases, it's based on you know, your, how you evolved in the program. Uh, right. Until you get to your journeyman, then you get your wage increase, and then after that, companies give it on merit. But sure. the, the right. thing is, I, you know, it's so funny because at the end of the year, um, when you finish my program and you've gotten your 100 – minimum 144 hours of education and you do need a, a grade of 70% or higher to pass, then what we do is we issue certificates to so say that right. you've, com- you've completed the program for that year and then you're ready to go on to the next year. Well, at the end of the year, I am – Inundated with when are we getting, a certificate? exactly. are we getting our certificates? Exactly. certificates. When are we getting? Because you know they'll they'll get in you know, their their wage increase based on getting their certificates. I have right. wives and girlfriends call me. When is when is my husband getting <laughs> a certificate?
0: I got to go to Red Lobster, man. And I so <laughs> my so, husband's uh, going to take me to Red Lobster. You know. So uh, I, so we got to get this thing here. That's great. I love. Yeah. That. Again, the the greatest
1: advantage of the apprenticeship program is you know you. you, you it allows you entry into a field that you have no or limited knowledge base of it gives you a tier learning plan between on-the-job training and classroomly training is that 20 minutes
0: uh, we gotta look I we're never gonna we never make twenty minutes I, I can't know. believe that. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yes, it's it's the classroom. Hey, we gotta finish this up because Paul, yeah, the one thing we gotta not talk before we got nailed down. I go ahead, do the zoom thing.
1: Oh yeah, go so um so anyone who's interested in the apprentice program, um the way that you can uh uh Uh, apply or um, uh, register for the course, because there's no formal application and there's no prerequisite. Um, If you're interested in this, um, again, what you need to do is find yourself employment, which the easiest or the best advice I can give you for finding employment is to find out all the local companies in the area and go to them, say, I want to be an apprentice. Again, if you have your apprentice license in pocket, that might give you an advantage. Uh, on finding job, but right now we're in a construction boom, and they are looking for help. Uh, you so know. if you're willing and able, um, people will give you a chance. Again, for the employer, they look at a, a year one going. It this isn't really this is really me not taking a chance because I can get some work out of them if this because again it might not pan out. You might find that this isn't the thing that you want to do, but you this is such an opportunity to get in on the ground level without with little or no experience. Now, if you're interested in this, um, and you do need to register for our classes. You can go to our website. I'm gonna share my screen for a second. Yep. Um, so I am sharing my screen. And so this is our website. Uh, you can see at the top here, um, the address for the website is cetrain.isu.edu. And that's how you find our website. And then if you go to the second banner below, um, you'll see across here all programs. If you click on that, that's going to give you to this page. And down below, that will lead you to the apprenticeship programs that we have that you can register for, electrical, HVAC, and plumbing. Right on. Okay. Also, I just want to point out, um, this button here, View Handout PDF, this is where you can find the book lists for the um, program that you're interested in. Because, again, this is classroom-related training. I'm going to stop sharing my screen for a sec. Okay.
0: Um,
1: This is classroom-related training. So, of course, this course material. You're going to need books. And I have to tell, um, your first-year books are probably going to be a little pricey um, because uh, a lot of that has to do with some code books. Um, right. But you know your code books will generally last you three years out of the four years of the program right. um, and uh, price we didn 't talk about price right so right. currently um, our registration fee is seven hundred and fifty dollars for the apprenticeship programs that 's any of those programs HVAC, plumbing, or electrical um, and again, you go to that web page, you register, and you would pay for this um, uh, Program from that webpage. You can also call our office if you'd rather call the office to register, um, and that number is two zero eight two eight two three three seven two. Okay. If you have any additional questions, um, reach out to me. Reach, reach out. out to me, um, and yeah, we'll
0: my. Put- well yeah, we'll put all the contact information okay. right on the link. So okay.
1: and we'll my have num- your email address. And- okay, and my number is uh 208 282 1077. There you go. Okay. And uh and so feel free to contact me with any questions you might have. Now, the one thing I did want to go and I know we're going over Jason. Yeah, we always go over. Yeah, I know. Um I t- I mentioned earlier that our um our Classroom cor- course material is online. The online. Uh, quizzes, homework, semester tests are online. Um, but the one thing I did not message mention is we stream the lectures. So, if someone has a camera and microphone at their home, they can participate in the lectures that way right. um, on and their
0: computers. On their on computers, their computer, right.
1: Yeah, on the computers, and that way they can participate in the lectures and they don't have to come to the face-to-face classroom. You know, when the university shut down in uh, March because of the COVID crisis, um, this saved my program because, you know, basically we do have face-to-face classroom, so, you know, so if you rather come in and do a face-to-face session, that's great, but, you know, for when the COVID thing happened, all I had to do is well, we don't have face-to-face. It's all just le- online lectures right now. Right. Um, and then we record the lectures, which is really great, especially um, uh, as if they go over certain concepts that you're having some difficulty with. You can replay those concepts over and over. And the instructors do make themselves quite available to uh, the students. Their email addresses are always available for the students to, to send them. Um, there's just so much to go over in the program. I had 20 minutes was not enough.
0: <laughs> and it was not enough. But I think the other issue I, we want to hit is really quick. Because you've got until essentially September 1st to register. No, no, no. Uh, Up to September 13th then or what?
1: Uh, So basically, if you want to register online, you have to do that two days, up to two days prior to the class starting. Okay. If you want to register after that two days, contact me and I will make sure you get in. We do not have a maximum on the registration uh, classrooms because industry needs help. Yep. And we're not going to pigeonhole industry out there um, because uh, we'll say, Hey, we can only teach, you know, 24 people in a classroom at a time uh, this year. Um, nope. Yeah, I'd rather ha- I'd rather take on new instructors and make sure industry has the help that they need than not, you know, not take a student in. That's right.
0: So with that being said, reach out to us. Um, if you're interested, you got more questions, uh, Paul, you got his information here on the podcast. It will be in the, uh, obviously and all uh, the stuff we post with it underneath. Um, and the truth of the matter is uh, the industry needs help. If you are remotely interested, this is a great way to uh, get introduced, get into the job field and uh, make a pretty good living while you're doing it. And that's, that's, that's cool, that's cool, yes.
1: Hey J- Jason, I, I just have to, we, I really feel that we have to mention this. Your son's an apprentice.
0: Oh yeah, yeah my son is an apprentice. He's entering into his third year. And uh, he was a little unsure when he got started, um, whether he wanted to go into the field. He's in the plumbing field. Um, and now he has visions. Uh, you know, he, he has visions of having a truck with his name on the side of it. Uh, his employer has been super, super helpful. Um, and he's learning quite a bit. Um, and, you know, the bottom line is, is the industry needs journeyman. And so, you know, that's what we're, he's working towards that field. So um, I consider him a success story for it. He loves it a lot. So
1: So, um, when he went into the field, uh, he didn't know anything, did he?
0: No, 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 no. Other than how to dig a hole. I mean, you know, and to be (laughs) honest, he was, he was digging a lot of trench that first year, but um, because he worked hard in the class, he got his raises, Um, you know, uh, he's got a, He's going to have a company rig here this year. That's going to be the perk for him. He doesn't have to drive his personal vehicle anymore. Um, So, I mean, the bottom line is he's doing.
1: Well, and that's the whole thing. He's been rewarded by his employer because he's become more valuable over the
0: years, correct? Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, hey, Paul, we are supposed to set the example for 20 minutes. (laughs) I know, I know. know. We we never do. (laughs) Um, uh, You know, I I have so much more to even
1: say, but uh, we got to go. We uh, we, um, uh, Again, 208-282-1077, if you need to ask me some additional questions, Uh, I'm always there to help my students um, with anything that they need.
0: Right on. All right, Paul. Thank you very much. And again, uh, just want to make sure uh, reach out to our website if you have any questions. C E train at isu.edu. That's C E train at isu.edu. And this was Sweet Talk. And we want to big a shout out to our seven loyal li- listeners. And we just want to encourage you to, if you like what you hear, share us, help us out, and have a great day. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm.